Hello, and welcome to the Robinson ISD Treasure Tuesday podcast, where you will be hearing from our Treasure Tuesday session presenters as they dive deeper into the session content that they have shared during Treasure Tuesday. You will also hear from different guests on a variety of educational topics and instructional tools and resources that help to enhance the classroom learning environment. Be sure to subscribe to the channel in your favorite podcast player so you won't miss an episode and check out all the links and resources that will be provided for you in the show notes below. All right, let's sit back and enjoy the show. Well, hello, good morning, and welcome to another episode of the Treasure Tuesday podcast here at Robson ISD. I'm your host, Willie Thomas, and guys, welcome back to a just another wonderful summer. And it's just been it's hot up here in Texas. I went got a chance to go to Colorado and came back and just kind of missing that Colorado weather. Uh, I think it got up to like 84 up there, and I think today it's going to be like 93, but with the humidity feels like 105. So just so if you're up there up north somewhere or in a place where it's a little bit cooler, please send that cool air this way. That would be amazing. So I want to talk to you a little bit about our summit that we just had is our RSD learning summit. It's funny, our summit has uh, kind of evolved over the last couple of years. We have done several different um events and conferences for our teachers and staff and and it's been local it's been something that we've done kind of statewide here as well and you know we kind of started with tca and uh ed camps and things like that integration summons but you know we kind of want to take it back to the basics you know when it comes to building relationships with students and uh you know definitely uh with our mission vision and our motto here at Robinson ISD with Rockets Never Quit and striving for excellence when it comes to learning uh, in the classroom, outside of the classroom, and just in general in the world, we wanted to make sure that we can provide opportunities for our teachers to learn and go and grow in those ways. And so we put together the RSD Learning Summit 2021. We're actually doing this same summit uh, or conference with a little bit of twist in July as well. We just finished it up yesterday, June 29th and 30th, and had some amazing presenters. I got the opportunity to actually speak to a couple of those presenters and also get some reactions from our teachers as well and hear some of their learning that they uh, were a part of. And so, it, like I said, what a wonderful opportunity uh, that we've had with them the last couple of days. Uh, you know, we got to hear our keynote speaker, Matt Miller, and he, all the way from Indiana, great, great guy. If you haven't had a chance to sit down and talk with him, it, it just, I mean, he's, He's the guy from my own heart, love, you know, full of technology uh, love right there and just Google and even even kind of, you know, we kind of geeked out a little bit about microphones and stuff for a while and stuff like that. So and uh, recording rigs. But like I said, great guy. His first keynote covered write and create for an audience. And then the other one was actually uh, learn like a like a YouTuber, which was probably one of my favorites was to learn like a YouTuber because I'm, you know, really big in YouTube. I watch a ton of that and, you know, our students do as well. But we also create YouTube uh, content. You know, I, that's something that I try to do at least weekly if I can. Follow the Robinson ISD YouTube channel as well. Tons of content that we have there for you to be able to learn and grow. Just a little plug there. Um, he also shared in his other sessions, uh, developing writing skills through bite-sized social media style prompts, educational eye candy, visual ways 
to show what you know. Like I said, what, what an amazing opportunity uh, and things that he shared with our teachers to be able to use in the classroom. And of course, throughout the day, he, you know, we had lunch with the author. He also uh, shared several different uh, other tools. Uh, one of the ones that the people really took hold of was the streaks. So I'm not a Snapchatter, so I didn't really know what streaks meant. But he, the way he, I guess, laid it out there and about students, you know, continuously doing things and getting uh, kind of recognized and rewarded for those things. So I'm really anxious to dive more into that. So that was a big thing that was shared. And you'll hear more about that here uh, during the podcast as well from our teachers. Uh, you know, we also had Andy McNair, uh, Stephen Mackey, like I said, some great uh, presenters uh, who just shared a ton of information with our teachers as well. Uh, like I said, just really, really great informational sessions uh, to kind of help us take learning to the next level. So why don't you go ahead and sit back and I'm going to share uh, some of these uh, conversations that I had with them. Like I said, I had a wonderful time working with these teachers. So, all right, sit back and enjoy. I do want to know, I do want to know, so I'm here with, uh, with Shelly Hujay, principal at the elementary. So tell us a little bit about your learning. I have had a wonderful morning. One of the things that I uh, found great with Matt was that he was including a lot of practical things that could be done um, right as the teachers and students come in. And I was super excited to meet um, Jennifer Lundquist, our new um, junior high principal. Awesome, awesome. Thank you very much. That is going to be pretty cool, pretty exciting. Enjoy your day. Well, look, I think I just ran into a couple of primary teachers here at Robinson Primary. So, so tell us who you are and what it is that you do and one takeaway that you have from Matt Miller's session. I'm Catherine Midget. I am a kindergarten teacher and I really liked the way that Matt used Pear Deck and Google Slides and Google Docs. It made it really user friendly, uh, felt like something that I could do in the classroom. I loved the digital gallery walk. Awesome. Those are pretty fun. I think your kids are going to love that. I love that. What about you? I'm Deidre Halbert. I teach kindergarten and I agree with Catherine. I enjoyed the text to talk or talk to text. I think that would be really beneficial. But yes. I like other ideas too. Yes, and that's the thing, you know, no matter what age, I mean, these kids can definitely utilize all the different types of resources that we have for the Robson ISD. So thank you all very much for talking with us. All right. So now I'm actually with Matt Miller himself, Ditch, text, ditch That Textbook, I want to say Summit for some reason, because I do the Summit all the time do, that yes. you do all the time. Yes. So, but yeah, I'm with Matt Miller, so he just got through presenting with us and keynoting with us. So thank you very much. You know, tell us a little bit about kind of, kind of what you kind of talked about real quick, maybe kind of sum it up. Yeah, so, um, you know, we talked a lot about writing and how, you know, writing is obviously one of those things that goes all the way across the curriculum from the littles to the bigs. You know, everybody has some version of it. And sometimes we can create good habits and build momentum with kids as writers, you know, even the ones that aren't eager writers, you know, even the ones that don't necessarily want to do it. If we have some fun, simple prompts that they can use. And so we talked about a variety of different things using like uh, this or that and why, or using like make me a short list. Um, you know, we talked about a variety of those different things and how, um, you know, once we start with some of those small things, they can build into bigger things and help them to be better writers. I love the would you rather part. You kind of uh, bring it in, building on things that they know and kind of get them engaged right off the bat. And I think that helped our younger 
uh, teachers here at Robinson ISD, or I say younger teachers, our younger grade teachers, yes. realize that you know you can do these things, you mm -hmm. know, and, and no matter what grade level and what no matter what age, so yeah. yeah. So I'm actually with one of our two amazing elementary teachers here at Robs Elementary. We'd love to hear some of your takeaways that you got from Matt Miller's keynote this morning. So who are you? Amy Thomas. <laughs> well, I'm gonna be using um, the Pixar story structure. I really like that and collaborating, how the kids can collaborate. I like the Pixar story, that's pretty neat. I like that. What about you, who are you and, and what is it that you took away? I am Cassidy Gibbs, and I really liked the, um, I don't know what you would call them, I guess icebreakers to get the kids thinking about their writing for those struggler, struggling writers. So I'm going to use a lot of the would you rather, especially with math, maybe show them some different ways to solve and ask them which one would you rather use to solve a problem. That is awesome. Thank you all very much. Like I said, I can't wait to see these things in action in your classroom. Uh, it's, like I said, going to be a really great rest of the conference, and y'all just have a wonderful day. All right. Well, I got a lively bunch over here today. All right. Hello. How's it going? So y'all just sat through Matt Miller's amazing keynote, right? Okay. So what was something that you took away? If you could just tell us your name and where you're at and where you're from, and kind of tell us what was a takeaway that you had. Hi, I am Mimi Turman, and I'm currently teaching fourth grade um, ELAR. And one takeaway I had was I liked the coming in in the morning and having like a list a day or a prompt to answer a day to get their writing brains thinking mm -hmm. without knowing that they're writing. So that's my takeaway. I like that. Just kind of get them going, get their, their writing juices flowing right there in the morning time. I think that's a really good idea. Absolutely. All right, what about you? I, I think I, you have a familiar last name too as well. Yeah, go ahead. I'm Allison Thomas. And I teach, well, I'll be teaching all of the subjects at the intermediate. Uh, so, first of all, I love writing stuff, so he was, like, speaking my language. Um, but I was just thinking this would be great for, like, daily warm-ups with writing, doing the would-you-rather prompts, using list prompts, um, and the three things that I need to know about you, because that's also important, the social-emotional part of it, um, just really connecting with the kids and understanding where they're coming into the day. All right, I love that. Thank you very much. I know I'm, if, if, if y'all know y'all can't see me right, it's a podcast is what we're doing. And you can't see me. I'm freaking these teachers out right now, just sticking this microphone in front of their face. But it's okay, though. I love that they are here at Robinson House. They're working for us, not for another district, but for us. Okay, yes. You want to you share with us? Awesome. That's what I'm talking about. All right, here we go. Hey there, Reagan Douglas, fourth grade ELAR. Um, my takeaway was the streak. Um, instead of like a winning streak, you can do a growth streak or you can do a page, a reading page streak. So keep the streak alive. And that's what I took away. And he's awesome, by the way. Uh, yes, he is. Keep the streak alive. I love that. So thank you all very much for sharing with us and have a great rest of the conference. So we are actually doing lunch with the author right now. Really excited about that at our summit this morning. Uh, so I'm actually sitting with three amazing educators right now here at this table. That's right. That's right. Three. Well, four if you count me. I was the upper echelon of uh, amazing. So, uh, you know, just want to put that out. So kind of tell us a little bit about, uh, I know you're eating, but that's okay, though. Uh, this last session that you went to, want to tell us a little bit about that real quick? Sure. Well, first of all, who are you and what do you do? I am Amber Clements, and I am the 6th through 12th grade math specialist and junior high MTSS coordinator. That's a lot of letters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
That's what I am. That's what I do. Okay. Tell, tell, tell a little bit about the, your takeaway, that last intervention one-on-one. I think I heard you raving about it a while ago. Okay. Um, so that was helpful as someone who's about to be leading the MTSS process at a campus. Um, my takeaways, the difference between an intervention and an accommodation. That was a big takeaway. And then we worked a lot on how to write specific measurable goals for students who are being served through MTSS. And that was huge because haven't done, that process has not happened at the junior high yet. So that was so, so looking to take something that, that needs to be implemented and taking it to the next level, huh? Yes, sir. I like that. Good deal. Well, thank you very much, Amber Clemens. All right. Sir? I, uh, yes, you knew it was coming over here, okay? And the person across from you, she ain't going nowhere either. So she got food on her plate, so she's still going to be there for a while. All right, so let me ask you here. So what was your takeaway? Who are you and what do you do? I'm Travis Bross. I'm principal at the high school. Uh, means I do a little bit of everything. Uh, the last session that I was just in, I'm going blank on its actual name, um, but it's, it was referring to having a growth mindset and, and how s students and adults can continue to uh, learn and grow. Uh, one of the big things that they really talked about that, that struck home with me was praising the process, not the outcome. Uh, so often I like to say, oh, you did well or whatever, but uh, the most important aspect is really looking at the effort behind it. and. Praising that and challenging that, as opposed to just saying, "Oh, you got you got a 90, good job." I love that encouragement of, uh, like I said, keeping them going, like what you talked about. Uh, so the, no matter what the task is, they know that they can complete it. So I like that a lot. So thank you very much, Travis, for uh, talking with us. Once once again, wonderful educators. I'm here with at the RSD Learning Summit 2021. Here, I'm gonna move on over here to someone I've been seeing tweeting as well on the Twitter sphere here. So I'm with uh, Megan Lewis. So tell us, Megan, who, what, what do you do here at Robinson ISD and uh, about that last session you were at? I am a high school math teacher. So I teach uh, calculus, business statistics, which is new this year, and geometry. And uh, I went to the growth mindset, um, something that I am uh, looking to incorporate this year um, after reading Andy McNair's Meaningful Mess book is um, Feedback Fridays, and so that will be just a student-led conference uh, every Friday, every student in the class, and um, really incorporating the growth mindset and praising, uh, being careful with um, how I praise and um, praising um, the process and not necessarily the grade or how fast they did it or and, and that kind of sort of thing. So just being mindful of that and really encouraging those to um, have that growth mindset to help them exercise their brain. That was a very, very interesting thing for me. It sounds like you're going to be implementing some intentional uh, things and resources that for you to kind of help you with your students. And I, I love that. I love how what, what y'all just shared seems like it's, it isn't hard things. It isn't technical things. These are things that you, if you just, you know, be intentional about it, Praising kids, working with kids, uh, finding out what they need when they need it. I think that that's huge in the education space. Um, and then the other stuff will come. So I think that's really good. All right. Good deal. Well, thank you all very much. I'll let you finish eating your Rudy's. I'm actually going to get me some Rudy's right now, too. I think the line is gone. Okay. And and, uh, and so is no, no, the food better not be gone. Better not be gone. I've been eating on them Snyder's um, pretzels there for a while. Those are pretty good. So, all right. Thank you all. 
So I tell you what, I'm actually sitting next to the Dr. Matthews Perez and just got through talking to a teacher who was in her session who was raving about Intervention 101. So Dr. Perez, kind of tell us a little bit about uh, what it is, Intervention 101, what was so amazing that she just could not stop talking about it? Well, Willie, I'm so glad to see you. What we talked about in Intervention 101 are just the basics of what intervention is and what it's not and how do you do it and what does it look like. And the most important part of our session, in my very humble opinion as a presenter, was the application of the learning. Like so it wasn't a sit and get. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was a learn and do. I like that that hands-on stuff, I think that's really what her takeaway was. And she talked about something that wasn't there uh, before, really wanted to implement that. Into that, into that particular campus that she's going to be at next year. So I think that that's pretty awesome. You really left an impression on her. So thank you for presenting with us. I'm so happy to do that. Thanks for the positive feedback. All right. Well, y'all enjoy your lunch again. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, interrupting people with their lunch. Oh, do you want to talk now? You do want to? Okay, all right. So I'm actually with Sarah Laughlin, the intermediate principal, who was actually in the session with the person I just got through talking to. She's going to tell us a little bit about what she thought about Intervention 101. I enjoyed Intervention 101, and I have actually already emailed Dr. Perez to see if she can come to one of our PLCs when school gets going, like get everybody situated, but the first few weeks, so the teachers do understand the difference between intervention and accommodations, and what is data proven, and what is data driven, and research based, instead of just, you know, what we think may be the best thing for them. We're not, I'm not saying it's not, but that may be an accommodation and not an intervention. I love the action plan. I love that you, you know, those takeaways right there and that you can just turn around and put that in there. And you're you having your teachers in mind and your students in mind because by reaching them, you're going to reach those students. So I love that. So good deal. Anything else you want to add about that? Willie, you're doing a great job running around with the microphone today. Thank you. Yes. Well, hey, you know, we're trying some new things out, trying to be innovative here in Robinson ISD each and every day, and we're going to continue to move forward and push forward and strive for excellence. So what an amazing session we have today. So, so yes, you're on the podcast here is what we're okay. doing. Okay. And I was you know, blown away with the designing for deaf. I mean, that's something that, you know, we talked several times on the phone. And just in case you don't know who I'm talking to, I'm talking to the Andy McNair from the service center who is the author of Seven Peas, yes. Meaningful Mess, yep. and Genius Hour. Yep. Okay, a lot of people say, I'm telling you, if you haven't heard those books or read, read those books or put them on your Libby, whatever it is, go get them. Uh, she's great, so she did a wonderful job today. So tell us a little bit, just kind of sum up real quick, kind of what you talked about with them today. Okay. So just that idea of designing for depth and really thinking through when we're designing experiences, what might it look like if we were willing to go beyond that surface level, right? That check, 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 and really go beyond that and design for depth for all of our learners, not just thinking about our gifted learners going deep, but really giving every learner that opportunity and just practical ways to do that and do it in a way that is manageable for educators and meaningful for our learners. I think, I think one of the best takeaways I had with that because I sat during the whole session. I don't haven't sat in a whole session today because we're kind of managing things and going back and forth but it's been pretty awesome was that was that last part of them being intentional when it came to um, the willingness for them to, oh, I'm mixing my words up. Reflection maybe? With the reflection? No, it was the, to take it to the you know, oh my goodness. Think about it. I'm trying to think what I said. 
I tweeted it out is what I did. I sure did. Culture of willingness. Okay, so, because what I tweeted out was, you know, about creating a culture of willingness within our staff. And so if we create that culture of willingness within our staff, then that's what's going to happen with our students too because they see that and they feed off of that. And I think you really inspired uh, some workers and workers, <laughs> some staff members here uh, at Robinson ISD during this session. So it was great. So looking forward to your next session. If y'all have any questions, please be sure to check out MeaningfulMess.com with Andy McNair. And I can't wait to have her on our podcast full time. Super excited one day. Hey, how's it going? So, Jody, so you are, uh, what are you, you're a third grade teacher here at Rob's SD, right? So, tell us a little bit about the session that you just came from. Uh, it was uh, using data to drive us, uh, to drive instruction. So, learned that I'm doing a lot of good things. Mm -hmm. There's some things that I need to work on. So, how, how does data help us drive instruction? Why is that so important? Um... It helps us to figure out where the kids are struggling, what they're doing well in. It helps us to figure out um, where the kids need help, what things we can work on in small group, what we need to reteach maybe in whole group, uh, the things that they can work on in stations or choice for their choices, those types of things. I like that. So data does play an integral part when it comes to designing those lesson plans and, and seeing where your kids are at and where they need to go. So I, I think you did a really good job with that. And I'm pretty sure that whoever presented on that session uh, also did a great job because it seemed like it left an impression on you. It's a good deal. So I'm actually here with James Jenkins. He is our, our uh, AV and production and arts and all, all things just amazing teacher out there at Robson High School. So I know you just went to the Matt Miller uh, Tech, like a YouTuber session. So what do you think about that? Quite honestly, I think there were some things that I took away that I never thought I would be able to use in the classroom for probably for the most part my principles of AV class where the students are just beginning to learn about what Adobe Premiere Pro is with the vocabulary, all the different techniques, the video editing, the audio editing, per se. So, yeah. All right. Good deal. I'm excited to see what you learn and what's what's going to become of all that this coming up school year. It's going to be pretty neat, dude. How's it going? I'm good. All right. So, hey, April April Ruggieri, she is yeah. our media specialist here at Robinson ISD in the inter, in the theater, theater media right now. Yes. So you just sat through the YouTuber, tech like a YouTuber with Matt Miller. So what are some of your takeaways that you have for today? Um, well, I liked the all the ideas that he talked to us about, about like Mark Rover and Dude Perfect. Those are kind of some YouTube videos mm -hmm. that the kids are really into these days and how to incorporate those into our classroom. But I also got an idea of like when we do our choice boards in our classrooms or in the library that we want kids to respond in different ways. Well, you could have a section called video response tools and then you could list those video tools like Flipgrid, WeVideo, Adobe Spark, and then have the kids choose which tool they want to use to um, make a video to talk about their learning that's going on with that content. Like and then that. I also really like this unbox the video idea mm -hmm. where the kids could uh, use boxes to put things in it that represents their learning mm -hmm. or their teaching because they could use those boxes to teach other kids about the content like be good for math. 
awesome for math. Yes, yes, especially because sometimes that's probably the hardest content is the math part, so but I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, I think no. as part of your library, because, you know, we do get library books in boxes mm -hmm. all the time. Oh, my so book God, reviews yes. with the kids as they come in, I think that that would be a pretty fun. What an awesome idea. Ha ha, I'm going to use that too. <laughs> So thank you for speaking with you me and uh, great have a great session or a great conference. All right. So actually I'm with Kara Ficky right now, very energetic choir teacher here at the high school. And so, but you just said through uh, tech like a YouTuber with Matt Miller. Yeah. So what was some, one of your takeaways that you had? I'm anxious to do unboxing videos with my students and top tens videos with my students. So how does that unboxing and top ten work with choir? That, that I would love to hear that. Amazingly. Okay, first of all, I already shared the way that I want to introduce our Christmas repertoire. Uh -huh. I'll do, I'll film an unboxing video uh -huh. and they'll watch it for the Christmas repertoire or I don't know. I may have the box. They may. We may just not do a video. They may just unbox it. Them. I don't. I don't know how I'll do it. But I'm going to do an unboxing for our Christmas repertoire, and then that's going to lead into second semester when they're cho choosing their music for solo and ensemble. They're going to have to create an unboxing video of what song they chose for solo and ensemble, and that's how they'll let me know what song they decided on. Because I do not tell them specifically what song they have to sing. I like okay. I narrow it down to like three like you I, one of these songs would be good for you listen to them think about them look at the lyrics decide which one would be best for you and then they choose and so that way they can do an unboxing to let me know how they chose um, and then the top tens well I thought about it at the end of the year doing a top tens like well not top ten top five um, songs that we sang this year or I like that one a lot yeah I do too. What was the, um, there was another really good idea I had for my theater students. Oh, we study how to put on stage makeup. Hello, why don't they film a how-to video on how to apply stage makeup? Isn't that genius? That, putting on makeup on YouTube is a huge, huge thing. So I think that'd be really cool. Yes, I'm excited about it. Anyway, so. Well, good deal. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. That is awesome. It. And you've tweeted out. That's good. That's what I'm talking about. So were you here yesterday? No. No, it's okay. No, we won't hold it against you. So it's some great sessions today, too, as well, that you will be attending. So thank you for that. What's going on, guys? All right, so I'm here with some amazing. I have three, three, one of our top leading male educators here at Robinson's Day. I don't get to talk to a lot of men, okay? Lots lots of women on our podcast. But we're going to push it. So I know y'all just went and y'all actually sat in Matt Miller's tech, like a YouTuber. What's some of your takeaways that you had from this session? Who wants to talk first? Well, I mean, um, obviously some of the stuff he was showing, some breakout box type stuff, um, like uh, having an unboxing thing for some of your kids. And I guess if you wanted to, one of the thoughts that I had was like uh, having like um, – the classes kind of compete against each other and having like a box I guess that they would want to open and see what's inside and I guess the the leading class gets to open it or whoever gets to get there first that, that was kind of an idea I had when he was talking about that but I already I already do a but <laughs> I already do a bunch with uh, YouTube anyway with all, all my videos and stuff so the way I kind of format my classroom um, all my videos are available on YouTube if you're gonna watch any of my geometry lessons but um, but yeah, it was it was fun uh, hearing Matt talk and uh, being interactive and uh, seeing how he uses this Pear Deck because I might use some of this stuff whenever I end up uh, next year if I ever do any live classes at all. So yeah, good deal. Thanks, Willie. All right.
Well, thank you. That's pretty <laughs> awesome. All right. So what what, is, what about you? Man, that's, that's a hard act to follow. But uh, <laughs> I actually like, um, you know, at the beginning he was talking about studying the students' interests and, you know, uh, you know, YouTube. I didn't realize the news was, YouTube was like the second uh, rank as far as Google uh, search. Mm -hmm. um, so becoming a student of my students and understanding their interests and, and, and figuring out the ways to, to be creative. So there are a lot of things that he that he showed it was kind of a blur in a sense, but there's some things I'm going to definitely dive into and, uh, and use them in the classroom to engage students. See, I think that's great because they, like y'all said, they're on it. Those kids are on it. It, it is a very, very popular uh, tool and channel and, and just social platform yeah. for kids to express themselves and watch other people and kids express themselves as well. All right, you want to share with us too? Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so um, what I took away was the unboxing videos my kids spend hours upon hours of day watching the LOL unboxings and stuff like that. So just another tool to give you in the classroom, to grab kids' attention and uh, to keep them, uh, I guess, student-led. You're able to have those kids, you know, express themselves through the opening of the boxes and the items they put in there and maybe gear it towards lessons. And I'd love to try to figure out how to use that in the PE setting, but I'm not sure how exactly I'll do that. So uh, it just opens my mind to different ways of teaching kids and grabbing their attention. It's pretty cool. Well, I know, I know y'all do, uh, well, at least when I walk in there, like on the board, I think there's like right. information mm -hmm. which y'all doing for the day or something like yeah. that. The quarter of the day, uh -huh. the activities. Mm -hmm. and like if y'all, like I don't know about your kids, but if you put something out there before on Schoology, either the day before or, the, or that week of, you know, cause they, you know, how they don't know what they're doing in PE right. or, or athletics until they get there but something kind of anticipation upon that. And I think that's pretty cool. And I know with COVID, y'all got really good making videos. <laughs> yes, and so, <laughs> posting like crazy, so that's good. Well, thank y'all guys for talking to me, and y'all have a great rest of the conference. Okay. All right, so I'm with Leslie Rowe, who also co-presented with Laura Hunt on Wheel of Questions. So, uh, so Leslie, kind of tell us a little bit about so your Wheel of Questions session. So what, what was this about, and what did the teachers walk away with? We had a wonderful session talking about higher order thinking. We were looking at uh, Bloom's taxonomy and doc level of questions and just exploring how to bring that into our lessons and easily incorporate it into just our conversation with kids and helping kids to collaborate together and think through different uh, levels of thinking and uh, encouraging questions and just being curious about their learning and that's one thing that we learned that just simple we call it simple simple curiosity of what is this and how do we apply that and what does that look like and what if I did this what would happen uh, opportunities and so we just had a really great session and uh, collaborating with teachers and visiting with them so uh, we just we just delved into what could this look like and how do we make this to where it's a, a just a tool in our tool belt that we're not having to prep so much and create projects you know higher order thinking is not a not a project mm -hmm. it really is a conversation so um, we 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 enjoyed our session and had lots of great conversations 
I love that y'all uh, talk to them about how it's not a separate thing. It's not a project. It's it's something that you should and can include in your everyday lesson and getting kids used to those questioning type skills and, and using those higher order things. I know you are really big on DOKs and things like that, and I think that that is a, something that needs to continue to just be pushed and talked about. I I, lo- I absolutely love it, and I and Laura Hunt, who is our intermediate teacher of the year, was fantastic. But she she just makes it look almost just seamless because <laughs> it, it, she just she just goes. She I've been in her class several times watching her, um, just in her craft. She just she builds off what the kids are saying. And so, what what I was having her share with teachers is that um, what is your thinking there? How do how do you make that look like it's just seamless? And one of her suggestions was that, well, you know, put some things in your room that you can look at as a teacher that helps you kind of distinguish if you need that, you need that little assistance as you're moving through and you're listening to kids talk and generate, um, you know, place that somewhere in your room so that you can see that. And then she, she was sharing how in her lesson plans that she also will go ahead and incorporate some of, you know, some ideas to move the kids through with collaborations for turn in talks and things like that. And, and I thought that was a great tool that just to help, help simply share that, um, again, it's not, it's not a trifold. It's not Mm -hmm. a project. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not always a research paper. It's just, it truly is giving kids an opportunity to, to think, and uh, one piece that we also shared with the teachers and we were talking about is that, um, you know, we went back to, well, when do you come up with your most creative thoughts? And, of course, we all said typically when it's doing, when we're doing something like washing the dishes or folding the clothes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Taking a shower. Right there with Something you. that's mindless. And so we were saying that th- this happens to all of us and it's for kids, too. So. So to, we had to just encourage the teachers that you almost have to fight your natural instinct to always be leading, to give them that opportunity to just sit and think, just, just kind of be mindful and, and allow that opportunity. And sometimes that opportunity um, looks different in the classroom and maybe, maybe it's a quiet moment or maybe it's just, of a doodling moment kids doodle while they're thinking and coming up with processes and so that was that was a great conversation we enjoyed that awesome well thank you very much for speaking with us today and like i said just uh just i thought overall just a wonderful conference and i heard you know great things about uh, y'all sessions you know especially you know taking kids thinking to that next level and them being able to yeah. uh, just continue that process and, and knowing that, you know, I, I can do more than what I'm, you know, currently doing right now and just having to mm-hmm. roll through that. So I think that's really good. So, so thank yeah, you very absolutely. much. Well, thank you. All we right. appreciate you. All right. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, so I'm actually here now with uh, Heather Kane. Uh, she is our fifth grade teacher up here at the Inter- Robson Intermediate and super excited to talk to her real quick about her reaction, her takeaways from today's Learning Summit. So can you share hello, with hello. us a little bit? Yes, I had such a great time at all of my um, sessions I went to today and takeaways from every single one of them. Um, 
for my first one, when I went and listened to Matt Miller, um, learn like a YouTuber and I've loved his idea of the unboxing of different things. Oh yeah. I think it, yeah, I think it could get kids excited. Um, I've got to figure out how to make it work with math, but I'm thinking I could get their wheels turning by putting some things in there that maybe they don't think initially have anything to do with math. Mm-hmm. I like that one. I, I think that's a pretty cool little deal. I didn't, I never thought about that. Just kind of, because uh, math is everywhere. So yeah, I, yes. I would love that. That'd be fun. Yes. Get them thinking, that critical thinking. And then I also loved um, his interactive posters idea during the educational eye candy session. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, I use a lot of anchor chunks, but I think it would be great to create like videos, even have kids create videos for mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. that um, kind of give information or and um, put a QR code on my anchor chart so that like kids that can reference that. Maybe if I'm busy with another student, they need help real quick that they can scan that QR code and get some help right away. Oh, that's pretty cool. See, I, I like that. That takes an onus on there and they, and they know if they're going to put that on there, then it better be right. It better be yes, pretty accurate. So I'm that's excited. Pretty, I like that. Yeah. What else you got? Yeah. Then I went to Andy McNair designing for depth. Um, I loved, she said one thing, she said, what does it look like when you're creating a lesson to think about what does it look like? Am I designing this for my snorkelers, my scuba divers and everyone in between the levels? So I liked, yeah, that takeaway of making sure that you're hitting every level when you're designing, as she says, an experience, not a lesson. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We go in there sometimes and we're just, like I say, planning those lessons and, uh, you know, just thinking I'm just checking boxes with kids. But, yes, yes. if you can yeah. design those experiences, that's, that's going to be so much more beneficial. So Yes. So it was a great, great day from the summit. I loved oh, it. Deal. I got lots of takeaways, lots of notes to go back and um, share with my team as well and so we can implement those in our lesson planning. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Heather, for speaking with us today. And uh, I hope you have a great rest of your afternoon. Awesome. Thank you. All right. All right. Man, I tell you, those are some great reactions. And like I said, just the learning that we, we just heard uh, was pretty incredible. And I, like I said, we, this is why we do what we do, to be able to support our staff uh, and take them uh, to the next level and provide them with different, different experiences that they can use in their classroom and integrate all these different tools and resources. Like I said, they walked away with a ton of strategies and just ready to use uh, templates and things that they can just go into their classroom and, you know, continue to make Robinson ISD a better place. So like I said, these are the things that we're doing to help support our teachers each and every day here at Robinson, because, you know, we're, we're in it for all of our stakeholders, our teachers, our staff, our parents, uh, each and every day. So I want to thank y'all for listening and just continue to, uh, just enjoy here the Treasure Tuesday podcast. I hope it, it's not another month go by before, you know, you get to hear this again. And, uh, just continue to subscribe and follow us on at RR Learners on Twitter and also the hashtag Robinson ISD to continue to uh, just kind of participate in the learning that we're doing in these um, conferences and our learning summit, the one that was coming up in, Ju- in July. Uh, that's going to be a jam-packed session as well. So super excited and just like I said, 
Continue to subscribe and thank y'all very much and have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening to today's Treasure Tuesday podcast. And make sure that you check out the show notes below for any information that was shared during today's podcast. And also make sure to subscribe to this channel so that way you are able to catch all the upcoming episodes in the Robson ISD Treasure Tuesday podcast.